Hey guys, welcome to the Fellowship Greenville Students Podcast. This week, one of our interns, Aslan, continues our loyalty series on the book of Ruth. Aslan talks about how there are times in our lives when it doesn't feel or seem like God is showing us loyalty. We look at Ruth 3 and Naomi's surprising loyalty, and Aslan relates this to how God has surprising loyalty towards us, and we can meet that with abundant faith in Him. We hope you enjoy this message. Good morning, guys. Cool. Um, <laughs> well, can I start with a uh, question for you guys? Um, I want you guys to think, what is something that was really not really cool? Something that you didn't like that wasn't really cool, but then it ended up being really cool or you really liked it afterwards. So it kind of started off really bad, like, eh, this is really weird, but then it ended up being actually really good. Anyone have any example of that in their life? Yeah. Your math class. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. The first day of school. School. Okay, so it was really like you thought it wasn't going to be really good, and then it ended up being really good. Dude, nice, nice. Any other example? Like one more example of anything you guys can think of. All right, cool. Then no, that, that that's cool. Okay, so I want you to keep that in mind, though. I want you to kind of keep that concept in mind, and I want to tell you guys a story. And so, uh, little Aslan, as a freshman in high school, uh, liked this girl, and uh, you know, so she was in the student ministry, and she loved Jesus, and I loved Jesus, and I was like, uh, perfect pair. We both love Jesus. Uh, but you guys got to understand. I was homeschooled my whole life. And so when it came to expressing uh, liking a girl, it didn't come uh, as easy as maybe some people, or maybe you're like me where it's like, eh, that's not really easy to say to someone. But you know, I mustered up the courage to do this. I was gonna tell this girl that I liked her, whether she liked it or not. No, but like, you know what I mean. So she, or her best friend had a birthday party and she was in the backyard and I was like, all right, time to do this. So I approached her bubble of proximity. And I just started with some simple chit chat, just kind of talking about life. And then I took the conversation a little bit deeper. And I told her, I told her that I liked her. And so this was the moment. I told her I liked her. And now it's kind of like, oh, what's she going to say? And so she smiled at me. She put her hand on my shoulder, looked at me in the eyes, and she said, okay. And then she walked away. Guys, it was devastating. I'm like, what does that mean? It was really devastating. Well, here's the thing. The next, okay, so the next day, I get, uh, I get a message from her. And she's like, she's like, hey, Aslan, I need to tell you something. And I was like, okay. But it was Monday when I got that message. And we wouldn't see each other again until Wednesday. And I was like, what the heck is she going to say? So I'm like getting really anxious and like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? And so then we ended up meeting Wednesday night for like a, a student event. And she told me she liked me. And I was like, dude, heck yes, score one for Mr. Aslan. This is great. And so all was well until three days later, she told me she was moving to Alaska. So, uh, yeah, so no, that sadly didn't happen. Uh, so little Aslan went home, a sad boy that day, and uh, our friendship kind of just kindled out and we didn't really talk to each other again. Now, okay, so now I say this story, so I say this story, and imagine if right after that moment that God came to me 
and he was like, hey, Aslan, all that stuff you just went through that was really bad, I just want to let you know, Aslan, I, I was being really loyal to you. Like, I was showing you loyalty. I'd be like, yeah, right, Sky Boy, get out of here. That doesn't make any sense. Like, like how is that showing me loyalty? And here's the thing, though. It didn't seem like loyalty in the moment. But don't we all go through times like that in our lives sometimes? Like even the songs we sing, we sing, you know, he saved me, he raised me, your love awakens me. But sometimes in certain moments, it doesn't feel like that. In our first week of this series, we talked about what loyalty looks like. And so we're going through the book of Ruth. And in chapter one, we saw what loyalty looked like. And then last week, Ethan killed it with how God shows us loyalty. But again, sometimes it doesn't feel like God is showing us loyalty in the moment. It feels like he wants us to do something uh, that can either uh, seem really weird or surprising, or sometimes it can even hurt us. And I want to I go into this of why. And wh- why is that the case? Why does it feel like that? So Ethan talked about, again, how God shows us loyalty. But I want to dive into that a little bit deeper with this point that I want to hit on today. And it's sometimes God's loyalty is surprising. It's sometimes God's loyalty is surprising. And Ethan touched on this point a little bit last week. He said, God does not always give us what we want. God doesn't always give us what we want. So because of this, God can show us loyalty in really strange and surprising ways. So again, like for instance, in my story, like with the girl, uh, God was showing me loyalty, but how? It just seemed like he was taking away something I really liked. And so, in fact, I want us to look in the Bible. So everyone, if you could turn to Ruth chapter three, and I think Ruth chapter three also shows us a little bit of a picture of how God's loyalty can be surprising and how we can react to that loyalty. And so if you guys will turn to uh, Ruth chapter three. Um, Now, before we get into Ruth chapter three, I kind of want to summarize a little bit what we've been talking about in the book of Ruth. So remember, in chapter one, if you guys remember, we had this character, Naomi, and she lost everything. Remember, everything was stripped away from her. So she had her husband, it was taken away. She had her two sons, taken away. She had her land, it was taken away. She thinks God is against her. Everything she had was taken away. In fact, I want to read this verse in chapter one, just so you guys can have this in your mind. So this is Ruth chapter one, verse 21, and it says, This is Naomi talking. She said, I went away full, and the Lord has brought me back empty. I want you to remember that. The Lord has brought me back empty. Now, through that, though, Ruth stuck with her. So Ruth stuck with her. And then we move to chapter 2. And we enter in this new character. His name is Boaz. And man, Boaz is showing love and loyalty to Naomi and Ruth, and it's awesome. And in fact, we find something out about Boaz in Ruth chapter 2. And we find out that he is a family redeemer. And that seems like a a bit of a weird word, and Ethan talked about it a bit. Uh, This meant that Boaz could marry Ruth and help provide for Naomi and Ruth by taking over what Elimelech has been doing. Now, uh, quick trivia, who remembers who Elimelech was? Anyone remember who Elimelech was? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Naomi's husband. So Naomi had a husband, Elimelech, and remember he died. Now, but if Boaz marries Ruth, dude, now he can start providing for the family and stuff, and Naomi knows that. And so, enter in Ruth chapter three. So Naomi's about to ask something of Ruth 
that's really, really risky and a little strange. And I want you guys to see this. So this is Ruth chapter 3. I want us to look at verses 1 and 2. Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said to Ruth, My daughter, should I not seek rest for you, that it may be well with you? Is not Boaz our relative, with whose young woman you were? See, he's winnowing barley tonight at the threshing floor. So this is a little bit of a weird language, but Naomi is basically telling Ruth, you need to get a husband. We need someone to provide for us, uh, so you, you need to get a husband. And Naomi's like, dude, look, Boaz is right over there. He's winnowing at the threshing floor. He's taking all this grain. He's separating it out, and he's doing some work. And Naomi's like, dude, this is the perfect opportunity. Well, see, that's the, that's the thing. It really wasn't the perfect opportunity. So I want you to watch what Naomi tells Ruth. So Naomi tells Ruth, hey, get all dressed up, put on some perfume and stuff, you know, make yourself look nice, because... And she was in mourning, because remember, Ruth even lost her husband as well. And so Naomi's like, hey, get all dressed up. You're not in mourning anymore. Make yourself look available and ready to get married. And then she tells her, Naomi tells Ruth, you go to Boaz. Now, guys, in this culture, that is very surprising. Because in that culture, in, in ways, if you think about it, even sometimes now in this culture, it wasn't the girl who went to the guy. That, that's not how it worked. Yet Naomi is asking Ruth to go to him. And this is a bit weird because Naomi's not only asking that, but then she says, hey, I want you to go to Boaz at midnight. I want you to, this is a little weird, I want you to uncover his feet. And I want you to just lay at his feet until he wakes up. Um, that's a little, little weird. Uh, but not only that, so not only that, but then Naomi's like, do this all in secret. Because what if Boaz says no to her? What if, and the reason why is because they didn't want this all spreading around. They wanted to keep Boaz and Ruth's reputation. And if Boaz said no, it'd just kind of be weird in the community. So Naomi's like, okay, you have to do all this weird stuff in secret. Now, ladies, I am not a girl, obviously. Um, but if someone asked me to do this, that's a little weird. So I want to just kind of paint the picture for you. Imagine if you went to your like, mother or something, you're like, hey, and maybe you're a little young for this, but yeah, who knows? Maybe you're like, hey, I, I like this boy. And she's like, ah, oh, man, so this is what you should do. You should, you should wait until midnight. And you should sneak to his house. Climb the second story. I want you to break open his window. I want you to go in, and you see the bed that he's on. I want you to uncover his feet. I want you to lay at his feet, and then I just want you to wait until he wakes up. And then, this is what Naomi says, then he'll tell you what to do. So you don't even have the same thing. You'll just wait. <laughs> yeah, no! Who wants to do that? That's, that seems a little weird. And here's the thing, though. So here's the thing. This is, this is Naomi's way of showing loyalty to Ruth. It seems really surprising and really odd. Like, I don't want to do that. But guys, ready? Here's the craziest part. Watch this. Look at Ruth's response in verse 5. And Ruth replied, all that you say, I will do. Seems a little weird. So Ruth, even, th even through this surprising loyalty, Ruth trusts Naomi. Even though this crazy plan that could go wrong, she shows wild faith anyway. So watch this. So Naomi shows surprising loyalty to Ruth, and Ruth responds in faith. 
So now we move on to the next part of the story. So now Ruth waits until Boaz goes to sleep, and then she comes to him at night, and Boaz wakes up, and he's a little freaked out. Okay, so let's, let's look at it. This is verse 9. So verse 9, let's see Boaz's response. So Boaz says, who are you? And Ruth replies, I am Ruth, your servant. Spread your wing over your servant, for you are a redeemer. Again, a little weird language, but Ruth basically just proposed. She popped the ring. She said, hey, please marry me. You're a redeemer. <laughs> now, remember, she calls him a redeemer because he can provide for the family. She, he can take care of Ruth and Naomi. Uh, so Ruth just laid it all out. She just poured out her love and loyalty on Boaz. This crazy, weird plan that could go very wrong. She shows loyalty to both Boaz and Naomi. Now, look at Boaz's response. After this, Boaz, is, Boaz praises Ruth and shows loyalty back. Now, guys, I want you to think of this, though. Boaz was also shown very surprising loyalty. Ruth just showed up in the middle of the night and proposed. If I were Boaz, even though, you know, I loved Ruth, I'd still be a little weirded out. I'd have a lot of questions like, oh, why are you in my room right now? Why are you at my feet? This is a little weird. This is not how it's supposed to be. But Boaz, in the midst of surprising loyalty, shows, watch this, loyalty and faithfulness back to Ruth. So Naomi showed surprising loyalty to Ruth, and now Ruth is showing surprising loyalty to Boaz. Okay, I want you to see that and how, how that's working. Not only that, though, Boaz goes further, so she responds in faith to Ruth, but then watch this, verse 12, look how Boaz responds. And this is Boaz talking. And now it is true that I am a redeemer. Yet there is a redeemer nearer than I. Remain tonight and in the morning. If he will redeem you, good, let him do it. But if he is not willing to redeem you, then as the Lord lives, I will redeem you. Lie down until the morning. All right, so if you guys didn't notice, um, Ruth and Boaz run, run into a bit of a bump in the relationship. Boaz wants to redeem her and he, he wants to marry Ruth, but... Before he can do that, there is someone else that's in line that he has to go to. So in that culture, when it came to redeeming, there was someone that was closer, basically had first dibs on Ruth. It was a little bit weird, but he had first dibs, and so Boaz had to go to that person first. That kind of sucks, because we like Boaz. He's a cool person. We don't know who this other idiot is. He's probably like, whatever. Okay, and not only that, but Boaz is like, hey, and if it's all good, if he says, yes, it's all good, and if I'm Ruth, I'm like, um, actually, it's not all good. I don't like that. That's a little weird. I don't know who this other person is. So watch. I want you to see this picture, though. So Naomi shows loyalty to Ruth by telling Ruth to do something surprising. Ruth shows loyalty to Boaz by doing something surprising. Now Boaz shows Ruth loyalty by saying something very surprising. And so you see all this complication and you see all these things like, why is it surprising? Why can't it just be simple? And that, as you're reading the story, you're kind of like, why, why is all this stuff happening? And remember, that's our whole point, is that loyalty can sometimes be very surprising. But here's the really important part that I want us to look at. How did our characters react to this surprising loyalty that they were shown? with faith. It was with faith. Even though it was weird, uncommon, risky, all three of our characters still showed loyalty to each other and stayed loyal even when it did not go exactly how they wanted it to. And this brings us to one of our main points. If you could remember anything 
from this morning, I want you to remember this. It is meet surprising loyalty with abundant faith. Meet surprising loyalty with abundant faith. Because now I want you guys to see this. This is the last part of the story. So Boaz sends Ruth back to Naomi with like a bunch of barley, like 60 pounds of barley. It's like a lot. Uh, And Ruth rejoins Naomi and Ruth tells her everything that happened. She's like, hey, I proposed. He said yes, but he's got to do something. It was a little bit weird, but he still said yes. And so Naomi's thrilled. She's like, oh, that's awesome. And then she sees all this barley and she's like, oh, well, that's a lot of barley. What's that for? And watch what Ruth says. I want you guys to listen to this. Ruth says in verse 17, these six measures of barley he gave to me, for he said to me, you must not go back empty-handed to your mother-in-law. A quick trivia question, where else have we seen this word empty in the book of Ruth? Where else, yeah. Yes, that's exactly right, in chapter one. So she said, I, I, can't, I, was, I, I was full of stuff, but then I came back empty. But now, but now look at this. So now, now Boaz sends Ruth back to Naomi, not empty-handed, but full. So her emptiness is now being filled. So now I want you to see this. So Naomi showed Ruth surprising loyalty. Ruth showed Boaz surprising loyalty. Boaz showed Ruth surprising loyalty. And now the last one, God shows Naomi surprising loyalty. And he does it through Boaz, because Boaz gave her the grain, but in the end, it was God showing loyalty to Naomi. Because at first, remember, it looked weird. In chapter one, everything was taken away from Naomi, and Naomi's sitting there like, how is this God showing me loyalty? In fact, remember, she thought God was against her. How is, this, how is God showing me loyalty right now? But in the end, we see that God is showing her loyalty. God is the one that is filling her emptiness. Sometimes God's loyalty is surprising, but when we meet surprising loyalty with abundant faith, then goodness comes along with it. Now, I want to clarify a a quick point here. Okay, so all three of these characters, so Naomi, Ruth, and Boaz, all three of these characters had something in common, and it was this. They all trusted each other. They all trusted each other. So I want want to clarify this. The point of this message is not always meet surprising loyalty with abundant faith. It's not always, because if a friend told you, hey, uh, do you want to jump off a cliff there because I'm showing you loyalty, right? Just jump off a cliff and listen to me. I know it's a little surprising. I would respond, you're an idiot. I'm not going to do that. Like, that's just stupid. You're going to make me die. So (laughs) the point of this is what I want you to see is this, and this is one of the main points, is that always meet God's surprising loyalty with abundant faith. It's it's always meeting God's surprising loyalty with abundant faith. And now, of course, the question is, why can I do that? It's because he is trustworthy. Just like all the characters trusted each other so that we can now, so we can also trust God. In fact, that's what, again, that's what Ethan talked about last week, is how God shows us loyalty, and we know we can trust him because he does show us loyalty. God is not going to lead us off a cliff to our death. Like, that's not how, who God is. That's not his character. So we can meet his surprising loyalty with faith because we can trust him. 
Now, I really quickly want to take you guys to the New Testament. It's in the book of James. You guys don't have to turn there, but I want, I want to read you guys this. Uh, James, in James chapter 1, says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness or perseverance or endurance. Now, when James says, hey, count it all joy when you meet trials of various kinds, when you're going through hard times, count it as joy, it sounds a little weird. But I want you to see what James is saying. This is what he's saying to us. What you are going through might seem a little weird, a little bit surprising, but count it joy. Because God is actually showing you loyalty in that moment. Because when you go through these tests and trials, you're actually building and showing faith in God. It's meeting surprising loyalty with abundant faith. Now, you guys remember my story in the beginning. Uh, well, in the moment, it seemed that God was being unloyal to me uh, and that it seemed like I was just going through a bunch of hurt and pain, like what, this doesn't make any sense. But when I look back on it now, he was actually showing me extreme loyalty. In fact, without that story, I wouldn't be who I am and where I am now if I didn't go through what I went through. Because in the moment, it may have been surprising, it may have been hurtful, it may have been painful, but in the end, it was for my good. And just like when you guys kind of, I know it was a little bit weird, but in the beginning when you were talking about, hey, something was a little uncool, but now it was actually kind of cool. Remember that? And so at first, it seemed really weird. It seemed like, oh, this is not going to be good. But then in the end, it actually turned out to be really good. And I even want to point out, and maybe this is a little bit of sad news, but God works a lot in surprising loyalty when you look through the Bible. Let me just give you a few examples. How did God show his loyalty to Noah and humanity in the Old Testament? By sending a flood. Very surprising loyalty. How did God show his loyalty to the humans when they all gathered together building this huge thing called the Tower of Babel? How did he show his loyalty? By destroying it and making people speak all different kinds of languages. Surprising loyalty. How did God show surprising loyalty to Abraham and Isaac? By telling Abraham to sacrifice his only son Isaac. Surprising loyalty. How did God show loyalty to Israel? By sending them into exile under their worst enemy. Surprising loyalty. And how did God show the most surprising loyalty of all to humanity? By sending his son, Jesus. By, and everyone thought he was going to conquer Rome. He was going to be this military leader. He was going to conquer it. He was going to save the Jews. He was going to save all, all this stuff. But how did he do it? By dying. Surprising loyalty. But when we meet a surprising loyalty with abundant faith, we see that goodness flows out of it because even though Jesus died, we see that he was resurrected and now is seated at the right hand of God the Father. So I want you guys to take away, what I want you guys to take away from this is an awareness that God may put you through some stuff that seems really unloving, that seems really unloyal, that seems very surprising. It may seem like he's just out to get you, just like Naomi. Remember, that's what Naomi thought in chapter one, that God's just out to get me. But sometimes God's loyalty is surprising. And if we meet surprising loyalty with abundant faith, then we will see the goodness of God and that he is being loyal to us. So let us hold strong to our faith and trust that God is being loyal to us.